Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 59 of All Booked Up, the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library's podcast about books, movies, and all things pop culture. I am your host, Michelle Snyder. And I am Jacob Miracle. And, okay, Jacob. We're, we're live, Michelle. We're live and in color I mean, today. I don't think that's how live works. I think it, this would have to be airing as we talk. Well, I We're going to actually press stop and edit and stuff. I don't know what you're talking about. We I are, mean, as people <laughs> listen to this, we are, it's very taxing on our vocal cords, but sure. we are live every I, time. I mean, I don't mind lying. <laughs> hey, takes two to lie, Jacob. It does. One to lie and one to listen. It's a great, a great <laughs> way to live your life, let me tell you. Um, okay, so happy day after the Oscars. And to you as well, did you get dressed up to watch it? I did not. I have done that before and gone to fancy parties, but instead I ate tepid Indian food. So pretty good. Oh, all right. Well, that's just as terrible. Um, I will say this was an Oscar ceremony that I was looking forward to probably the least that I can remember over the years. I wasn't really stoked on the nominees. Um, There was a lot of kind of garbage that was going on with the show beforehand, but I will say I totally dug this show. It was fabulous. And the and the no host thing? Oh my god. Yeah, like, we can talk about that more, but that that was a swing and a hit that right is a there. Rev- a revelation. I was like it's so good without somebody making awkward jokes cuz there's nothing worse than listening to someone make jokes that don't land and you're like please Uh, Don't do any more political jokes. I can't take it. Okay, everybody, we're going to randomly walk across the street now and waste 25 minutes while we do this stupid bit. Yeah, it's like I want to go to bed. So this Oscars, I think, was nerve-wracking for a lot of people because there was just kind of garbage alongside it. Like, it had a lot of bad press. So back in August, they announced that there was going to be a new category, which was honoring achievement in popular films. Yes, that was a big miss on that Yeah, one. immediately, like, Oscar viewers around the globe were completely appalled at that. So following that outrage um, that was just ripped apart on Twitter, the uh, Academy Award ended up canceling that. It was a smart move, I think. I think it was just a stupid idea to begin with. I well, see where so they're coming from, but like, it's like, no, that's not how that then works. Then start picking films that are good and popular. Like, I don't even know what they're trying to do there. Yeah. Like, this movie was terrible, but people saw it. Like, yeah. what? Yeah, I, I understand. Does that just say that you, movies you think are good or people that movies <sighs> nobody likes? Like, if you look at the nominee list, that could probably be true. Some weird stuff. Then, December happened, and Oscar host was chosen, and, you know, it can never be as good as James Franco and Anne Hathaway, but still, they, they did their best, and they went with uh, Kevin Hart. They tried to go with Kevin Hart. And that was great, um, except that in the 48 hours following the announcement, a series of years-old um, homophobic and transphobic tweets came out, and then there was a furious reaction to that, and then Kevin Hart just, for some reason, I mean, just completely refused to apologize saying that well, he'd addressed it several times um over in the past but that did you know little to quell the backlash he, yeah, he says he addressed it but it's still a major part of his stand-up act like i hear it on the comedy central radio all the time the same bits that he was doing yeah that thing. so it's like mm, it's he's really apologized for his insensitive words of the past but like you're saying it's, it's not really the past no, it's, so it's the present dude it's a common, common and then they there. said that he actually stepped down from the gig because he didn't want to be a distraction. Yeah, it's, it's one of those I stepped down slash got fired depending on who you talk to. Yeah. Then January happens and 
it was reported in Variety magazine that the ceremony would feature live performances of only two of the five best original songs. Which doesn't seem like you're putting your finger on the scale at all, does it? I mean, that's crazy. So it's supposed to be um, Kendrick Lamar and SZA. SZA? Is that how they say it? SZA, I think. Um, The song All the Stars from Black Panther and then... Of course, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper's Good. Shallow from A Star is Born. Um, and then before that was like officially confirmed, the Academy specifically announced that all three of the other, other nominated songs would also be performed. But it still got weird because then a few days before the ceremony, um, Lamar and Slizza announced that they would not be performing their song on the big night. So I don't know what happened there. Well, they read the tea leaves. They knew they weren't going to win. They're like, I'm not going to go up there and embarrass myself. Oh, you mean because they introduced all of the songs that were nominated except the one that needed no introduction of that course. they just went into? Yes. We need to talk about that in a minute. Uh, we're going to go in some sort of order because that was almost more That's than... That's a lot of hate on this side of the handle. microphone towards A Star is Born, let me tell you. Not a lot of love going to that movie. Yeah, for real. And then their last thing, which was just this month, two weeks before the show, they announced that they would do the awards for cinematography, editing, Live action short and makeup and hairstyling, they would air those only during the commercial breaks. So we wouldn't see them. And people were like, oh, sure, cinematography and film editing. Yeah, who cares about that? You know, it's only the things that make a film a film that wouldn't exist without them. Yeah, it's only like the heart and soul of the movie. I don't know. Who needs that? And I mean, they needed like Christopher Nolan, Martin Scorsese, Quentin Tarantino, Spike Lee. Like people signed an open letter imploring the Academy to reconsider that because they're such critical awards. And then so days after that, they reversed their decision again and decided to air all of them, which I'll give this for the Academy. They listen. They did. Like they, were they very listen to their people and they're like, oh, this is not what they want. So we're going to fix it. Yeah, they were very proactive. Like whenever they heard there was a problem this year, it's not like they were like, no, we're, they didn't stick to it. They weren't being stubborn about it. They're like, all right, we'll we'll pivot here and no problem. And they made it work. They made a better show, to be honest with you. Yeah, definitely. Because it was pretty entertaining. So I know that you're dying to know this. So I'm going to hurry and get to it. All right. I'm sure you want to know what everybody ate while they were there. Oh, I absolutely do. That's it's, super it's important. all I care about. <laughs> I figured. So here we go. There were smoked salmon Oscars. Ugh. How you get smoked salmon to stand up in an Oscar shape is well, a well, mystery. That, that I don't want to hor- know. <laughs> that sounds horrifying. Um, winter truffle baked cavatappi and cheese. Uh, don't know. I'm going to pass on I'm that. I'm sure I didn't even say it right. Uh, heirloom carrot tartare. Nope. Nashville hot fried quail with red velvet waffle. Maybe on that one. 24 karat gold dusted chocolate Oscars. Sure. And then strawberry push up pops. What? (laughs) Do they run out of money? (laughs) Where where does the strawberry put? Was it the Fred Flintstone ones back in? Oh my God. I don't know. I was not not ready for the push up pops. (laughs) I wanted to meet the guy who came up with that idea. Like, give that man a raise. He knows Uh. what's up. So, okay, before before we get into the big categories, um, there were some predictable wins and there were some upsets, which is always super cool at the Oscars when you think something is going to happen and then it doesn't. You're just like, oh. We will we will get to that in the main categories because there was a more than a few upsets up there. Yeah, we were the all booked up pod was live tweeting it all. And uh, there There was was there was a lot happening. There was many a shocked face, many a gif that was just. Pure astonishment. <laughs> I will say extra kudos goes out to Glenn Close for being a older woman wearing a 42-pound dress. 
Was it really well? How much it was? Yes. Oh my God. Kudos to her back and her knees because <laughs> she did all that, and it it didn't it didn't really pay no, out. No, it didn't work out. Her. Oh, oh, I felt bad for her. Like that should have probably should have gone to her, but uh, it's just you know it's debatable. Yeah. But her outfit, that, and I love that Spike Lee had his shout out to Radio Raheem. Did you see who's wearing the love hate? No, um, I didn't see the that, like actually. knuckles. No, I didn't. Oh yeah, well, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was definitely really cool. Um. Some other things that happened, did you notice when the best makeup people won for Vice and they got up on stage and they just said names for like 10 minutes and it was the most painful, terrible. They were like, and Johnny Blue I and Peter and Cindy. And I was like, oh my God. Like They played so much music and eventually just cut their microphones. Yeah. It's like, I would like to think that my makeup for George Bush on Sam Rockwell was <laughs> yeah, the like best was, I've ever done. It was... It was terrible. So that, I think, was really offset by uh, Hannah Beachler, who was the first African-American nominated for costume design. And she won for Black Panther. And, like, her speech was great. Oh, yes. And I like that the guy that she went up with that won, too. I feel like he was very much like, you take this moment. Like, this is a big thing. Your first African-American woman nominated for this. And I was like, that dude's cool. Because he won, too, and he gave up that moment to her. But her speech was really impassioned and beautiful. And those are always, like, the best ones. Like, don't yeah. just name names. Like, you can thank those people later. Like, it's so much better when they speak from the heart. And uh, and a comic nerd kind of thing, it also is refreshing to see that Marvel Studios now has the lead in the comic book movie uh, Oscar race because now they got one for Black Panther, they got one for Into the Spider Verse in the non like you know special effects categories in the real categories. They actually got a couple of Oscars, so it's happy. It's what good did to Black that. Panther get that wasn't special effects? Spe- costumes and stuff. The one you were just talking. Oh about. oh oh, yes. I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, so they actually won like a real award. You know? Thank goodness that Spider Verse won. Now I have not seen it. I really liked The Incredibles too, but I was like, oh, please let Spider-Verse win, or I feel like people are going to be out tipping cars because people are really obsessed with that. This is going to shock you, but you know what? I was actually mad Isle of Dogs didn't win. Well, Isle of Dogs was real sweet. I watched Isle of Dogs, and I I actually liked it again. I'm sorry, you're you're voting for a Wes Anderson I can't believe it either, but I sat down and watched it, and I'm like, I like this movie. It's, I don't know. I don't like what's happening either. It's, I'm a little scared. Um, so a couple other things, again, before the main category. Um, Jason Moma walking Helen Mirren out. That better be a movie that happens. Yeah, I'm sure I was in love with that. First of all, he's not human. Momoa? He was like just chipped out of some stone and given to us as a gift. And Helen Mirren, it's I com- mean, is like uber babe. Doesn't matter how old she gets. You're like, yeah, Helen Mirren, you still got it going on. No, Helen Mirren's a, she's a quite a dish at the, even at this age, man. It's, Stone Cold Fox. Yeah, and then Jason Momoa. I mean, you know. But you, I just really, I really him. loved them together like so much. I could actually see that movie, something with those two working out too. Uh, yeah, and then following that, I think we need a Barbara Streisand starring in a Spike Lee joint because really? yeah, like it was just funny that she was like. Oh, and then I reached out to Spike, and then we talked, and it was effortless because we're both from Brooklyn. And he was like, what, what? And I was like, I'm sorry. This unlikely friendship is magical. She's from Brooklyn, really? I guess so. All right, I didn't know that. Oh, she was, like, shouting good, it out. And good for you, Babs. Yeah, that I really I really enjoyed that. Um, a disappointment for me in Best Documentary, I don't know if you've seen it, but it came out, is Minding the Gap. I did not see it's it. It's on no. Hulu now. It is extraordinary. I loved it so much. I feel like it was worthy of a Best Picture nomination, um, but Free Solo won, which was also super awesome. Yeah, I, I don't. Feel, I feel like it's like you know. But 
you know, I don't know. Yeah, those they're both really good. They both got a lot of acclaim. It was kind of like a solo was so stressful to watch because even though you knew this guy is alive because I've seen him, you're watching it. Like, please stop doing this thing. Like you're gonna fall and like you're like edge of your seat gripping. So like that part's great. Jason Momo was also very happy because he loves rocks. So I was happy for Jason. <laughs> let let we all, that. We all love rocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, Okay, what else went on that we want to talk? Oh, was Ryan Coogler there? Because 100 people thanked him and they never showed him once in the audience. I found that really strange. great question. I don't know. Everybody was like, Ryan Coogler's the best. I got to think he was because Black Panther was up for best picture. So I think he's there. Where was he? I don't know. He might have, you know, probably mad that he didn't get nominated for best director again. Which is very strange. Probably got a, a gripe there. All right, so main categories. Let's do um, best supporting actress. Okay. We had some some good nominees. So Amy Adams and Vice. Um, course, Amy, Amy Adams, of course, she's going to be up for something. Yes. Uh, Marina Di Tavia for Roma. Regina King, if Beale Street could talk. Emma Stone in The Favorite. And Rachel Weiss in The Favorite. Rachel Weiss. Weiss. Love saying that name. And Regina King won. She did. Which I think was deserving. I did not see if Beale Street could talk. So if you did. Yes. It's, oof. I mean, I'm so in love with James Baldwin. It's a difficult movie to watch. James you Baldwin, know. friend of the show. <laughs> yep, that's it. Um, but that was uh, that was a good win. She made me feel kind of uh, emotional when she was talking. So I think that was also pretty expected. Yeah. I think there was a little thing on maybe the girl from Roma uh, could get it, but... Maybe, but then they tried to watch the movie a second time and they couldn't get through it. So they're like, never mind. It is possible. But um, just because we're talking about Roma extremely deserving for um, Alfonso for best cinematography. Yes. That had my vote. I mean, from the minute the movie started, the first shot of it, and I was like, that man, he just, he knows what what he's doing. He does. He has like, it's a passion project for him. So, you know, he was definitely into that considering it's his life and everything. And it was just, it was a very pretty movie to look at. Yeah, definitely. Maybe not the most exciting movie in the world, but definitely good to look at. I think also it's um, exciting because he's the first director to win Best Cinematography for his own film. Really? Yes. Did so not like know it's that. his movie and he did that role, so that's interesting. And then I mean, I could figure that for like modern movies, like that makes sense now. I'm just surprised like nobody back in the day like yeah. movies to win it. Like no. Hmm. And um, going back to Regina King for If Beale Street Could Talk is one of only three black actresses who've won accolades um, at the Oscars and the Emmys. That is a crime. That is true, and that is that's a shame. Yeah. And the fact that Halle Berry's one of them is one of the biggest crimes of them all. <laughs> Monsters Ball is terrible. That might be a hot take for somebody. Wow, I don't know that I agree with that, but... Go go rewatch it. I'm a guy, and I'm telling you that that movie's bad. That, okay. That should let you know that it's really terrible, considering some of the content involved in that movie. I just believe what you tell me. Um, okay, best actor in a supporting role. My man. Yeah? Mahershala Ali crushing it the last couple of years. He is, but, like, such different, different roles like the that, ones up, that yes. he was playing no like even what Mahershala won for and then like the role that he played this year oh yeah Moonlight won he's great in that movie he was uh awesome in Green Book apparently and then if you watch True Detective he's k- killing it on that show this year too so yeah he's definitely really good I mean a little mumbly little um but it's come a long way since being a fourth wheel on House of Cards I'll tell you that I don't know how I felt about him wearing a knit hat 
in the show, but it's a little weird. I mean, I was like, you just is your head super cold? But um, there's probably some kind of symbolism we're missing there. I definitely felt like he, uh, again, that that role was definitely like for him, like that win. I feel like this might have been the strongest overall like group, like of all the nominees. Like mm-hmm. looking at all the ones: Adam Driver, Sam Elliott, Richard Grant, and Sam Rockwell. I'm you sorry, know. Sam Elliott was in the movie for like seven minutes, Same and thing he's with like Sam Rockwell by the derba, way. Derba derba derba, single tear on my cheek, and they were like, "Okay, look sure." At my, look at my mustache. <laughs> my mustache I didn't know. And sometimes I feel like they're like you. They nominate because they're like, "Oh, we're sorry that we never did before." I don't know. Yeah, I was shocked about him never having been nominated before. I just he's one of those actors I kind of assumed yeah. he had. I did, like I forgot Julie Roberts has a win, two of them almost I think, but I forgot that she was even up for it. Oh, Aaron Brockovich, what else was she nominated for? Something before that, I don't remember. I'm not gonna look it up either because actually, you know what? At the end of the show when they were doing Best Picture, it actually when she was came out, I'm like, who is that? It took me a good thirty seconds. Oh, to really? Like, oh, I, I just Roberts. I just saw her in something um, in that Homecoming. It's a show on. Any good? He was okay. Yeah. I mean, it's based on a podcast, so it always felt a little awkward. But I've, I'm in talks with Netflix is all I'm saying. You might see it all <laughs> booked up on, on your local streaming site soon. Okay, then. So Best Actress of the Night here was our big upset. A was, double upset. It was really expected that Glenn Close was going to win for The Wife. Um, it was, again, another overdue Award for her it was kind of, I think, going to be making up for all of the years that she didn't win. Which has been a couple, and she probably should have been up at one at least one by now. And then Olivia Coleman won for The Favorite, and you could tell she did not expect it. I will say I love Olivia Coleman. She's in the show Broadchurch. She is adorable. Oh, I never watched that one. Oh, it's really good. She is so cute. Her speech was by far and away the best of the night because I love when people come up there and they don't have something to read because they are literally just stunned. I actually have um, a clip of it so we can listen to a little bit of her. Um, ooh, it's genuinely quite stressful. <laughs> <It's>, um, uh, <laughs> this is hilarious. <laughs> Gone, Oscar. <laughs> um, uh, okay, um, uh, I have to thank lots of people. If, by the way, I forget anybody, I'm going to find you later. I'm going to give you all a massive snog, and I'm really sorry that if I might forget now. Um, but Yorgos, my best director in the best film, and with Emily and Rachel, the two loveliest women in the world to fall in love with and to go to work with every day. I mean, you can imagine. It wasn't a hardship. And to be... To be in this category with these extraordinary women and Glenn Close, I, you've been my idol for so long and this is not how I, I wanted it to be and I, I think you're amazing. I love you very much. That's so great. She, That's she, great. She genuinely was like, Glenn's going to win and I'm cool with it because she's been nominated a lot and I don't mind just watching and she was stunned. Yeah, it was could, so genuine. Those feel so good. She sounded so nervous when she's up on stage. That's how you know that it's a, a real feeling. She's and it's like, those, like that, those like nervous jokes when she was like, ah, I'm yeah. not going to be up here again ever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got to k- keep my British inside. I want to say snog a little bit. Yeah, I loved that the snog was great. Um, so she was great. Uh, oh, I was loving that Lady Gaga had to sit there and try to look happy okay. for Okay, Lady Gaga. Hi, everybody. Lady Gaga here. What, I just, that performance with her and Bradley Cooper, 
I feel like I am now tortured that for the next month I'm going to have to see that stupid image of them sitting on the piano, like just staring into each other's souls. I was like, I can't with these two. Yeah, I don't. Really I didn't really like the movie. I feel like Bradley's like, this is a movie, and I'm an actor, and that Lady Gaga is just like, I'm in love, and she's got to thank him and be like, it didn't exist without you, and you believed in us, and I don't know. It just Lady feels Gaga, phony. Co- yeah, she comes across as fake a lot of the time, and it feels like this whole show is basically her being like, give me my Oscar. It's what I deserve. You need to. Yeah, and to I really me. didn't think her. Pr- I like Lady. Gaga like I like her music but I did not think her acting was very good in A Star is Born at all especially in the second half I was like this is so over the top and as much as Olivia uh, Coleman was great there is a bigger upset on who deserved best actress of the night if I'm going to be honest all right what do you got that would be Irina Bradley Cooper's girlfriend (laughs) who has to sit there and act like she does not hate Lady Gaga like she has to sit there and smile and clap when they're like rubbing faces up on the stage and like everyone's just been tweeting and talking about on the internet how the Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper should be together even though you know he has a woman he's got Um, a baby mama there guys and then they were like she was sitting next to Lady Gaga and like I don't know she would like just get up and kind of like put her arm out to like just get to Bradley to hug him and I was like Irina girl your smile is flawless and your claps and I'm I know it if, you are feeling it if there is audio footage of her like snickering <laughs> when Olivia Coleman won I want to hear it because that like, it's like yeah. I will give her the Academy Award <laughs> just be like you give you on a uh, posthumous like <laughs> For helping cinema, you're just going to get a Builder's Award. Oh, that's pretty funny stuff. <laughs> okay, and then another expected award would be Best Actor. Yeah. So, um, Willem Dafoe at Eternity's Gate, Viggo Mortensen in Green Book, and... Uh, Christian Bale, too. I would Christian say. Bale and Vice, I think, was... Most people thought one of those That three, was yeah. a close one. And then Bradley Cooper in A Star is Born. I didn't really think it was going to happen. So we got Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody playing Freddy. You know what? I'm fine with that, actually. Yes. Yeah, because he was the best part about a not great movie, but it he was, was a not great. I mean, I, a very entertaining movie. Yes. Again, not at the caliber of the Oscars, but I enjoyed it very much. But yeah, he was great. I was a little disappointed. He did not think the teeth. I thought that would happen. He didn't really need to. He's got almost those chompers on it <laughs> most of the time. Anyways. Also, I uh, guess his relationship is going well. <laughs> I was I like, whoa, they're so. talking about snogging. <laughs> they were having a moment before yeah, he went on stage. Snogging is getting a lot of play this year at the Oscars. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. So that drops. They were really happy. Plus, he pretty much like said the whole movie was for her and that she was the best. So he's, he's in the, it. He's in it deep. That was another great. Um, acceptance speech because again it came off as humble he didn't seem like he deserved it he seemed like happy and nervous and I think he's another one that's like I'm probably never gonna win again I think he's like I'm Rami Malek I'm that weird guy who wears hoodies and yeah. Mr. Robot and now I'm an Oscar winner like things change so quickly there's somebody at USA right now that is just like oh they like <laughs> we just canceled that show yeah <laughs> we, what are we thinking we could have had an Oscar winner um and that was definitely the highlight of his day because then after the show ended and he was coming off the stage with his Oscar, he did fall off the stage. Did he really? Yes, and paramedics had to come in. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah, that is no, awesome. But for credit to Rami, he fell, and I guess it was pretty hard, but he kept his arm up and like saved the Oscar. So did he, did he you know where his priorities are. Fr- he did the Freddie Mercury <laughs> pose. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> he went down with the arm in the air. <laughs> 
kind of makes me hope he went on the way down. (laughs) Oh, that would have been the best thing that ever happened. (laughs) That's really good. So, yeah, there's sadly there's like a picture of him, too, like falling down the stairs. Poor guy. (laughs) I didn't know that. That That's great. Uh, See, that stories like that that make the Oscars. (laughs) Yeah, they're like, oh, why couldn't we have seen that? We got to see Jennifer Lawrence fall. We did. Um, That was that was fabulous, too. Best director. Um, Alfonso Cuaron. Yes. Although he should have won for Children of Men yeah, instead oh, of this film. One of my favorite movies. You and know I was, about that. I was hoping for Spike. Yeah, it would have been nice for Spike. But it was, you know, again, not like an, such an upset win or that we didn't think he was deserving because he was, it was a, you yeah. know, well-directed film. Um, but thank goodness for Best Adapted Screenplay, we did get to see Spike on stage. We got to saw him leap and wrap his thighs around Samuel L. Jackson's body, which was like one of the best parts. It'd be funny if uh, Sam Jackson well, wasn't ready for it. He's like, get off me, mother. And then, <laughs> all of a sudden, he's like, you're going to hurt my back, man. What are you doing? What's all these mother effing jumps <laughs> yeah. and this mother effing Oscars? Like that Samuel gotta, L. Jackson. <laughs> you got to warn a mother effer before you jump on him, man. Uh, oh. That's we love you for that, Sammy. It's a good thing Spike Lee is five foot one and I mean, they're just pounds. so in love. Like, Sam was so pumped to announce him. So that was that was a really great um, win. I think, though, that Spike was expecting more from Best Picture. So when they came out, and although everybody was expecting, I think, to hear Roma. I think they were, too, yeah. And then they came out with Green Book. Oh, and gross. Yeah, Spike Lee got up and left the theater. He should. I would understand. He left men. and then came back. Um, At best, looking at those... Uh, Green Book was maybe fourth at best. There's, I have a lot of feelings of things to talk about Green Book, but I, I wanted to play another clip so that we really know how Spike Lee felt. Um, as we mentioned in our show before when we did a Spike Lee episode, Do the Right Thing was nominated for Best Picture, and it lost to Driving Miss Daisy, <sighs> um, which was, you know, like... Forgot about that. Black man driving old white lady around. Uh-oh. And then... He lost again to Green Book, which was old white man driving a black guy guy around. around. So after you win the Oscar, you kind of go to a stage where they do like a little press conference to ask you some questions. So here is here is Spike during that. So does that you've mentioned do the right thing in your speech and with your accessories today. So does this make up for do the right thing, not winning the Oscar for you right now? I'm snake bit. I mean, every time somebody's driving somebody, I lose. <laughs> but they, they, they changed the seating arrangement. We're going to go over to 180 and then <laughs> over here to 95. But in 89, I didn't get nominated. So this one we did. All right, over here. Yeah, best picture. You want to stand up, 180, so he sure. can see you? Yes. You. Over here. It's you. Hi. Yes, how are you doing? Good, how are you? Good. Um, I just wanted to ask you, we saw a little bit of a reaction to the Green Book win. Can you give us your thoughts on that best picture win? Let me take another sip. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> We're going to come down oh, here wait then. Wait a minute. What reaction did you see? What, you, what did I do? 
No, I thought it was courtside at the garden. The ref made a bad call. <laughs> so yes, I mean, he's got it. So it's right on the nose. So right yeah, there. he just he thought he was at the Knicks game. They made a bad call. So that's just his natural reaction. Oh God, Green Book. Everybody's already forgotten that it won Best Picture. There is already a scathing um, L.A. Times article about how absolutely terrible it was and that this is the worst thing to happen to the Oscars since Crash um, and that how Driving Miss Daisy didn't deserve to win and that you know so much of this story is based on the character um, Tony who's uh, the Viggo Mortensen character and that's where they got all of this from and that the truth of the whole movie has been called into question by a ton of people but mostly uh, Shirley's family, which is played by Mahershala Ali character, and they said they weren't consulted during production and that they have completely dismissed the movie as a symphony of lies. It, yeah, that's always good when that's going to be the news surrounding your your best picture winner. Well, you know, it's like the whole movie is just like white supremacy jokes and those really kind of like it's basically wincing jokes and like people are racist deal with it that's basically the point of this movie and you can learn they're like and it's another film of like oh look at this black people's abuse and humiliation and then they maintain a safe distance from it and then they throw like a little nugget of positivity in your face and i feel like it's like see it's all fixed now because this Italian guy is like, hey, you're not so bad, black man. Yeah. Like, I definitely. I'm totally not going to go through racial epithets in my Oscar race. Thing. Yeah, so. It just didn't feel great. Terrible. Uh, terrible. And you got movies like Black Klansman. Like, uh, I didn't think Black Klansman should win, though, either. I didn't no, really think. No, but it's think... better than a Green Book. It would have been yes. a more. Like, if you're trying to. Like, okay. Best picture is not always about what is the best picture. It's it's a lot of time about what's the most political movie. It's got the most buzz around it at the movie, or what's going to be the one that's going to kind of have some mystique. People are going to remember the movie. I know, but seven out of the eight movies are well, not seven out of the eight, but like a, a couple of these movies are going to be remembered long after Green Book is forgotten. Like yeah, I know, and that's that's kind of the worst part of the whole thing. But I I mean, my vote would have went for Roma, even though. Not my favorite movie of the year. Nah, I, I couldn't have gone. I would have probably gone Blackland. I couldn't have gone Roma. I can't go to a movie that I felt like I wanted to fall asleep during. I wouldn't have done it. I did want to fall asleep. But, you know. Cinematography, though, beautiful. So yeah. so that was the 91st Academy Awards. It was a pretty good show. I think that they learned that they never need a host nope. again. No if more it's hosts. not Billy Crystal, it's a thing of the past now. Just let the actors kind of take care of it. You can put them in funny costumes. Uh, like they did for some of them, and yeah. it's great. Yeah, it's we fine. Are, we are entertained. You have literally all of Hollywood in the building. If you want to do jokes, just do pick some actors and be like, hey, go do this bit real quick. Yeah. They'll be able to do it just fine. And always start everything with Maya Rudolph, Amy Poehler, and Tina Fey. Sure. They're so loved. <laughs> Universally loved. Okay, then we made it. Why don't you do some plugs, and I'll give you a couple Oscar facts to take you on out of here. So for all these Oscar winners, everybody, you can be able to pick up all of them at your local library. We have 37 branches all throughout Erie County and a bookmobile coming to you. <laughs> so if we don't have something, just go ahead and request it. Literally every movie that's up for Best Picture is going to be in the library within the next month. So come on down, pick them up. Yeah, there's only a couple that haven't come out yet. So. Yeah, so come on down, pick them up. We got you. We got your back. Awesome. And please follow... Follow us on Twitter at All Booked Up Pod. I did some uh, some live tweeting yesterday, which I'm going to be honest, exhausting. <laughs> it is hard to do. It's isn't hard it? to do it and kind of watch the show at the same time. So you people out there that do that all the time, you're real pros. Yeah, but you, we're, you guys we're are trying to kings keep of the up. hashtags. Okay, so some great little Oscar facts for you. Um, you might know some of these. Actually, I'm going to quiz you. Who's the youngest person to ever receive an Oscar? Anna Packman. 
you're you're very close, but no, it actually went to um, Shirley Temple. Was five wow. years old. Right. It was an honorary one. Boom. So that, but I'm just saying for youngest of all. But the youngest actress to win a standard Oscar was Tatum O'Neill. Okay. She was 10 years old. She won Best Supporting Actress for Paper Moon in 1974. That's actually not a bad movie. All right. How about the oldest person to win an Oscar? Uh, I have no idea. Christopher Plummer won oh. um, in 2012 for Best Supporting Actor for Beginners. Oh, I never saw that movie, but I do <gasps> like Christopher Yo, Plummer. Beginners is wonderful. I've actually never even heard of it. Heard of it so. Oh, with Ewan McGregor? It's about his dad coming out of the closet in like his 80s. Oh. It's it's a great... That sounds, it's like, a, that sounds like a Ewan McGregor movie. It's a great film, but yeah, so Christopher Plummer won at 82. Oh, good for him. Another guy deserves Oscars. Amazing actor, that guy. Definitely. And then the actress with the most Academy Awards for Best Actress. Any guesses? Older uh, actress. Oh, what's her name? Meryl Streep? No. She has, I think, the most nominees. But Katherine Hepburn. She okay. won four in 1932, 67, 68, and 81. Back when there was less competition. Okay. That's it's, it's kind of like, hurtful. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah. Burn Catherine. That's what, what, um, what I think. The title for most Best Actor Awards. I feel like you got to know this one. Best Actor Awards? Because he's the best. Jack Nicholson. No. Come on, like the best method actor. Oh, Daniel Day Lewis. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, I think about it for a second. Daniel Day Lewis has won three Oscars um, for best. So we got Lincoln, There Will Be Blood, and My Left Foot. Yeah, he did. Wow, you talk about three different movies, too. I mean, he can play anything. He's the best. But, you know, so here, this is why you were so close with everything. Meryl Streep does hold the record for the most total Oscar nominating um, for acting. She has 20 nominations. Wow. And then three wins, um, two for best actress. It's a terrible winning percentage, but that's a heck of a lot of nominations. It is. It's a a lot of honor. And then, um, again, because you're amazing, the male actor with the most Oscar nominations is Jack Nicholson. So he was nominated 12 times, and he also won three times, twice for Best Actor and once for Best Supporting Actor. 12? I'm going to have to go back and look at what those are. I can't even think of 12 movies that he probably would have gotten I mean, he's just been in so much stuff. And then the individual who was awarded the most Total Oscars all together. Nicholas Cage. Walked away with 26 Academy Awards over his lifetime. Walt Disney. Oh, well. <laughs> so there you go. Most of all. So yeah, there's a little Oscar trivia for you to hold you over until uh, next year. Until the 92nd Awards when Avengers Endgame will be the best picture winner. That makes that makes me want to weep if I'm, that was true. I am call, <laughs> so. calling it now, people. Write it down. All right, you guys. Thanks so much for listening and thanks for waiting for the for this later episode. And Because we're live here, people, from the Buffalo and Erie County Public Library launch pad. Yeah, he's, he's still definitely lying. But all right, thanks so guys. Guys, catch you next time. Bye.